Hello world, welcome back to my one-person podcast, The Bible Abridged. Today's episode is brought to you by Mother's Little Helper. It's a hangover cure, one that I swear by. Like, literally swear by. It's fucking dick-ass great. Anyways, we just left off when uh, David killed Goliath, so let's get back to it. Samuel 18. So, there's been a lot of question of whether or not Jonathan, Saul's son, and David were totally gay together. And usually, when things are written this way, it's not really up for debate at all, but since these are all Christian icons that a great deal of Christian boys are named after, there's a lot of people who swear they weren't, but it literally says, After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David, and he loved him as he loved himself. From that day, Saul kept David with him and didn't let him return to his family. And Jonathan made a covenant to David because he loved him as himself which they already mentioned. Oh, and Jonathan also took off his clothes and gave them to David right then and there, including his tunic, his sword, and his bow and belt. So yeah, most likely just a couple of good friends. Either way, Saul started sending David on various missions, and David, being totally capable of whatever, apparently, would do whatever needed to be done and return back safely, gaining himself promotion after promotion. It wasn't long, actually, before David became more popular than Saul himself, which makes sense as David killed Goliath and Saul just sat in his fucking ass the whole time. But people would shout things out like, Saul has killed thousands of people, which we see as good. But David has killed tens of thousands of people. More death means a better guy. This made Saul suspicious of David. He said, oh man, people say he's killed ten times more people than me. Where else can he go from here but up? Like taking my kingdom from me. Then for no reason whatsoever, God decided to force an evil spirit onto Saul against his will. So David was just hanging out playing his lyre, which is like a little harp you can carry around. And Saul, by no fault of his own, decided to start throwing spears at David. Luckily, David was able to escape. Otherwise, I suppose the story would have ended right here, huh? After all this, apparently Saul still wanted to murder David. But this time, it was because God wasn't paying enough attention to him. And he was paying attention to David. Uh, hey Saul, didn't God just bless you with a harmful spirit that made you try to murder your champion? Don't act like he's not paying attention to you. Anyways... Saul wanted to murder David, but he couldn't because the whole kingdom loved him and he didn't want an uprising on his hands. So Saul did what anyone would do if they wanted to murder someone. He offered to let David marry his daughter Mirab. Makes sense, right? He actually said, you can marry my oldest daughter Mirab if you go fight battles against the Philistines. So Saul was hoping David would die a heroic death against the Philistines. He could play the heartbroken father-in-law and the country could mourn David and everything would work out perfectly. But David threw a wrench in his plan, saying, Oh, Saul, I don't deserve to marry your daughter. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. So Mirab went and married some other Nimrod, who's not worth mentioning. Well, then Saul's younger daughter, Michal, had fallen for David. So Saul tried the same plan again, this time sending his attendants to talk to him. His attendants said, Hey, David, the king likes you. We all love you. Now marry his daughter. David couldn't believe his ears, he said. Do you think this is no big deal? Marrying the king's daughter? Jesus fucking Christ. And all the attendants said, Oh? When they told Saul, he sent the message to David, Go kill 100 Philistines and carve up their dicks. When you've carved up 100 dead Philistine dicks, bring me those dick carvings. Then you can marry my daughter. And no, I'm not making this shit up. That's what it says. So David, being quite the overachiever, went and murdered 200 Philistines and carved up their dicks, bringing Saul twice the dick carvings he'd asked for. 
Can you imagine being the guard or whatever to a king and watching his champion just walk in and pour a sack of 200 fucking foreskins on the floor and then having to count them? Because according to this, that's what fucking happened. Well, Saul decided this was enough dick carvings to let David marry his daughter, McCall. Then he started getting even more suspicious of him. And the more David slaughtered Philistine soldiers, the more well-known his name became. Samuel 19. Well, it looks like Saul had had just about enough of David's nonsense. Nonsense of being his best soldier and doing very well. So he decided he was going to fucking murder him. And for some reason, mainly because Saul was an idiot, he told his son Jonathan, who at the very least had been completely in love with David and most likely had him inside of him at some point. So Jonathan, predictably, went and warned David, and David had to hide as Jonathan pretended to look for him. As time went on, Jonathan would try to talk some sense into his dad, saying things like, David has never wronged you, and what he has done has benefited you greatly. Maybe you shouldn't kill him? And David killed Goliath, which saved our kingdom. I would have thought that made him the hero in this story. And of course, please don't murder the man that I love more than anything else in the world for no reason. Well, Saul heard Jonathan, looked straight in his eyes, and said, I swear to fucking God, I will not kill David. And then Jonathan believed his father, brought David back around, and then the three of them hung out like old times. Then war broke out again, between the Philistines and the Israelites, which I thought had been going on this whole time, but anyways. Saul sent David out to war, hoping he'd die. David killed a lot of people and came home just fine. Then God decided to force another evil spirit on Saul and make him try to kill David, which seems pointless as Saul already wanted to kill David. So why was he, why would he do that? Why? What an asshole. Well, David escaped again. Well, Saul sent some of his guards down to watch David's house and kill him in the morning. But Michal helped him escape through the window, then put a statue in the bed with some goat's hair, which kind of begs the question, how hard were they watching the house? Like, they obviously weren't watching the bedroom window, but then but were they making periodic entries in the bedroom to make sure he was, or something with hair and the general shape of a body was in bed? In the morning, Saul's guards decided it was time to murder David once and for all. But McCall said, oh, he's sick. And then they just decided not to. Apparently, they went all the way back to Saul to report that David was sick in bed, so they couldn't kill him. Saul freaked out and was like, go back and kill him, you fucking idiots. And the guards rushed back to murder David while he was sick in bed. Well, when the guards came back to murder David, they charged right into the house and into the room, fully prepared to kill the most popular man in Israel, and instead found a statue in the bed with a bunch of goat hair on its head. They reportedly reported back to Saul, and he freaked out at his daughter. Why did you trick me? Why didn't you let my guards kill your husband for no reason whatsoever? McCall responded. He said, let me escape. Why should I kill you? Which, did he say that? Did he threaten to kill her, or was she just watching her own ass? I mean, Jonathan straight up told his dad it was a bad idea to kill David, but obviously women didn't have the same rights as men in this era, so she wouldn't be able to say that. But why say that David alluded to killing her when he didn't? It kind of justifies Saul's cause here. Either way, David did escape made it all the way back to Ramah, which is about a two-hour walk from Gibeah, where Saul was. When he got to Ramah, David told Samuel the whole story, and then they went to Naoth, which is also in Ramah. Saul kept sending men to kill David. David and Samuel and all the other prophets were there speaking gibberish. Not scared of the assassins from doing anything, so they just headed back to Gibeah. Then Saul came himself, but when he saw everyone speaking gibberish, he tore off all of his clothes and started speaking gibberish as well. Then he laid there naked all day and night, 
which is why apparently people say, oh, is Saul also among the prophets? Which is not a thing I've heard anyone say. And that is it for this week. So check back next week for more on King Saul and also on David. And also, order some hangover pills from BigBadHangover.com. Thank you for listening, and have a great week.